For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome back to the Believe in Rams podcast. This is episode 125, and I'm your host, Jake Ellenbogen. Today, we will be previewing the Rams and Cowboys game. Before we get into that, I've asked that you subscribe if you're on any sort of podcast platform or on YouTube. Uh, if you are on YouTube, be sure to leave a comment and hit the like button. It definitely helps the podcast out. And in addition to that, if you ever want to get a hold of me, you have any comments, questions, concerns, my DMs are open over on Twitter at JK Bogan. So, I'm very excited to talk about this game. This is a legit football game. I mean, when you look, the Dallas Cowboys have really shown themselves as an interesting team this year. They've won games that I don't think many people expected them to win. They're three and one. They have not lost since week one. So right now, I think going into this game, it's gotten a lot harder than I think Rams fans would have wanted. However, I think it still presents an opportunity. We're going to talk about the weaknesses, the strengths of both teams. We're going to talk about who to look out for. And at the end, I'll give you my prediction on who I think is ultimately going to win this game and what the final score is going to be. All right, so starting it off, we have the Rams offense going up against the Cowboys defense. First things first, you got to be able to protect Matthew Stafford. He was sacked seven times last week and was pressured 28 times, which is the second most the Rams as a whole have given up uh, since 2016. So when you think about it, obviously the Rams are going to have to uh, very much keep it in check. The Cowboys are bringing pressure and on the level of 89 pressures through the first four games, incredible fashion they're getting to the quarterback whether it's a four-man rush whether it's a blitz whether it's a three-man rush the Cowboys are having success and that is something that is going to plague the Rams if they cannot stop them early on in addition to that just for reference the Rams only have 41 pressures on the quarterback this year to the Cowboys 89 uh, they gave up 38 pressures on the quarterback in three sacks. The Cowboys did. So when you look at it, you know, you can definitely pressure, uh, in, in my opinion anyway, you can pressure Cooper Rush, but they're not really giving up sacks, only three th uh, through the first four games. So I do think that's something there. 
And when you you look at the offensive line that's going to be, you know, in this game, now with Edwards back, I understand people are very concerned with the new center, uh, you know, obviously with Coleman Shelton out, they have Jeremiah Cologne. I'm not as concerned. What I'm going to say here is now that Cologne is there, but you have Edwards back, I think things will have better continuity, if you will. I think you will see more because Bobby Evans gave up eight pressures last week. I think his play was a lot of the reason why no boom struggled. I think you do have to have somebody that you trust next to you. And to be honest with you, I don't really know how you trust Bobby Evans, you know, the way he played last week. So with that said, you got Edwards back. You have Cologne at center. Jackson is balling out at right guard. Havenstein and Nopum are capable. They just need to step up. And then that offensive line doesn't look that bad. Now, you are going up against a rough pass rush. Headlined by Micah Parsons. Headlined by Demarcus Lawrence. There are guys here that can put a beating on your quarterback that you're going to have to shut down. It's that simple. With that said, the Rams offense simply has to be better. They're 26th in DVOA. That's 22nd in the pass. And of course, 19 in the run game. I don't get it. I don't know how this team is struggling to score. It's Sean McVay. I don't think anybody could have expected this coming into the season. So this has to change if the Rams want to repeat. They want to run it back. They want to win a Super Bowl. And they just want to win games. They're going to have to score points. It's really that simple, especially when you deploy that bend-don't-break style defense. The Cowboys rank 30th in DVOA when teams run to the left end this season. That works out well for the Rams, considering Daryl Henderson has a few gashes to the left end this season on toss crack plays. So I think you definitely need to see some Henderson in this game for sure. A lot more Henderson. You got to see some Cam Akers. You got to run the football. Let's just make that very clear. The best way to alleviate the pressure on your quarterback is run the football, get play action going. And obviously the Rams are capable of doing that. They've done it throughout Sean McVay's tenure. They have to do that just as well as they've ever done it before if they want to beat this Dallas Cowboys team that is playing very good football as of late. Really, their one major weakness is their running game. I think their their defense against the running game is not stellar. It's it's not very good in general, and I think it's something the Rams can take advantage of regardless if they're healthy on the offensive line or not. I think they're about as healthy as you want to be at this point, week five. Uh, that's realistic. You're not always going to have all your offensive linemen, so I do think right now the Rams have to take advantage of that. In addition to that, uh, you know, I look at this defense, great pass defense, headlined by guys like you look at Trayvon Diggs, you look at Jordan Lewis, who is questionable for this game, and as well as Brown. And of course, you look in the secondary, the way Donovan Wilson is playing. So there are definitely some guys to look out for, uh, as well as Malik Hooker. Now, with this defense, they have really dialed it up a notch with their passing defense. When you look at their passing defense right now, they are fifth in DVOA. They're 25th in run defense. So the pass defense is their bread and butter. And it's something that if the Rams really want to challenge it, and you can, Carson Wentz did throw a complete dime to uh, Jahan Dotson last week. You can test them but you got to set up play action. And I think the way to do that, obviously, establish the run early on, 
run the football, run it with Daryl Henderson, run it with Cam Akers, keep this defense on their toes, use some end arounds, get Brandon Powell involved, Ben Skoranek. I think you need to use more eye formation in this game, take advantage of Skoranek as the lead blocker. I think it worked like a dream against the Atlanta Falcons. There's no reason why it can't work against the Dallas Cowboys. He's a very good blocker and it gives you more looks in addition to that for your young player. So I like that approach. Trayvon Diggs is somebody you absolutely have to look out for, though. When you're throwing deep down the field or you're throwing down the field at all, the way Stafford has been turning over the ball this year, uh, I mean, he's throwing interceptions. He has. And Trayvon Diggs, he he picks off a lot of passes. And I'll be honest with you, I find it really hard to believe he's going to leave this game without an interception. So you always have to know where number seven is on the field at all times. He has taken his play up a notch. This is somebody in the past that I'd sit there and I'd be like, all right, you know, the interceptions are great, but he's given up over a thousand yards of total passing offense this year. He has dialed it down. He is very much, you know, more of a shutdown corner than he was last year. We'll see because he's going up against some really good receivers in this game. But if he continues this play, he's going to be really hard to stop and what I mean he's gonna be hard to throw anywhere near if he continues this play against a really good Rams receiver room albeit maybe not playing their best so the Rams need to run the ball they need to set up play action and I think they definitely need to use Skoranek but what else can they do to kind of neutralize or keep the defense in check well I think you have to continue what you're doing with Tyler Higby that connection is there with Matthew Stafford we saw another very good game from Tyler Higby a ton of targets uh, this is somebody that needs to be used in the screen game I think that has been a dream for the Rams this year they need to continue to do that they need to do what works right now and if they try to stop that now something else will open up so I definitely think they got to get Higby going on the screens they could use more uh, running back uh, you know, more running back pass catching. I think Daryl Henderson, he's run the 10th most routes in the NFL at 82. They have to take advantage of it. He can't only have eight receptions out of those 82 routes run. They have to get him involved more. He was huge in the Super Bowl. He has shown you flashes of brilliance and as well as Cam Akers. I think he's a very good receiving back in his own right as well. So you got to use both of them uh, big time moving forward. And then in addition to that, the offensive line, now that Edwards is back, you got to protect your quarterback and you got to be able to help the run game out. If you can help him out a little bit, and I saw they could run the ball last week despite all of the losses on the offensive line. There's no excuse for them not being able to run the ball this week. I understand the Dallas Cowboys have a tough defense, but against the run and running outside to the left, they have been gashed. It's not just Antonio Gibson. It's not just Leonard Fournette. The list goes on. I mean, it's McKissick. It's all those guys. Anyone that has gone up against them has had success running to the outside left, and they might make, you know, obvious adjustments, but then maybe you run to the outside right. You got to run the ball against Dallas. It's that simple, and it's a big key on how the Rams offense is going to match up well against Dallas. In addition to that, everyone's going to say you have to get Allen Robinson involved. I'm not saying you don't. But you have to take what the defense gives you. And so if Cooper Cup is open, I'm sorry, you got to throw to the open receiver. Who's the best receiver in football? Just because it's Cooper Cup, just because he's getting all the targets, doesn't mean you can't 
just not throw to him. So it was frustrating last week for a lot of people, but if it continues and he's wide open, Stafford has to take what the defense gives him. You cannot give away free opportunities against a defense with this much talent on it. Next up, we have the 18th ranked defense, according to DVOA, the LA Rams taking on the 17th ranked DVOA offense in the Dallas Cowboys. The thing that is a little misleading is that the Cowboys simply haven't had a great offense. They've been very anchored by the defense, and you have seen some good things, mainly out of quarterback Cooper Rush, wide receiver Noah Brown, and in addition to that, CeeDee Lamb. The running backs haven't been great. You've seen some really good things out of Pollard, averaging 4.5 yards per carry, and you've seen Ezekiel Elliott go for 3.8. Both can help you in the pass attack. Both can help you in pass pro. So you'll see both of them quite a bit. Dalton Schultz has been held in check, and I would imagine the Rams, they want to win this game. They're going to want to hold Dalton Schultz in check more. They've done a nice job against tight ends like Kyle Pitts, tight ends like George Kittle, Dawson Knox, Zach Ertz. The list goes on. Actually, that's where it ends, but because they've only played four games, but they've done such a nice job against premier tight ends. When people ask me, what should the Rams do on defense this week? I say, don't change anything. Keep doing the bend. Don't break. Sure. It's not glamorous. It's not a sexy thing. It's not something that's going to generate a ton of people going crazy about the defense. It's not a shut down defense, but Ben don't break does hold them to field goals and you do get off the field at times, but for the most part, you're holding the field goals instead touchdowns. You're leaving the pressure of giving up a large play. And so I think when you have CD lamb, you have guys like Kevante Turpin, who you're going to have to look out for in the special teams game, but guys like that with the game breaking ability that they have, you have to keep them in check. You have to keep everything in front of you. You can't let those guys beat you. And so it's the same thing with Pollard. It's the same thing with Elliott. These guys can beat you. So you got to keep everything in check. You got to keep everything underneath and you got to get to Cooper Rush. He's done a nice job against the Blitz. He also hasn't gone up against a team like the Rams and the Rams, to be fair, haven't had a great pass rush this year. The pressure is not there on the level they'd like it to be. And so, you know, I definitely think this is an opportunity here against an offensive line that's a little banged up and I don't think is as talented as years past. I think a lot of people would agree with that. Uh, you know, starting a rookie at left tackle, you know, then you look at right tackle with Terrence Steele. Obviously, Zach Martin at right guard is, is one of the premier uh, offensive linemen in all of football. You get Tyler Biotish at center. So there are definitely some guys there. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm not too fond of the outside there. And I do think that this is an opportunity for Terrell Lewis, Justin Hollins, uh, you know, Leonard Floyd, guys like that to get going in this one, maybe even Tack McKinley. Um, but that's how I see it going into this. I think they really need to put some pressure. I don't really want to blitz Cooper Rush unless I know it's going to work. If you want to do delayed blitz, like if you want to try, you know, delay blitzing, you know, say Bobby Wagner, I think that's actually worked out pretty well this year. They, they've had some success with that. I'd like to see them do stuff like that. But really, I'm totally fine with them keeping the same approach, playing Ben Don't Break 
and shutting down the run game, which they've done this year. And obviously it's displayed because DVOA, they're 25th against the passing attack and third in the run game. I think that's very impressive. And it's something that they should wear as a badge of honor. They basically held the Niners to 17 points last week. They held the Arizona Cardinals the week prior to 12. They've done such a nice job on defense the last two weeks. And this defense is playing within what Raheem Morris wants them to do. So I have no reason to believe they're not going to continue to try to have that approach going up against the Dallas Cowboys offense that just doesn't jump off the page. Like I said, Elliott running 3.8 yards per carry, Pollard 4.5. While they thrive in play action, if they can't run the ball, the Rams aren't going to have any opportunity to give them those play action passes because at the end of the day, they won't respect the run. If you're shutting down the run, they'll eventually stop running the ball. And I think that's very important there. Again, he's great against the blitz Cooper rushes. So maybe you don't blitz him, but if you could get four man rushes on him and actually get pressure and shut down the run game, the way you've been doing, well, you, you're setting yourself up for a win here because a big thing about Cooper Rush again is the play action passing attack, no doubt about it. And I think when you look, the premier targets in CD Lamb and Noah Brown, they've almost gotten to 300 yards. You let them get theirs, right? Guys can get theirs. But when you look at the Niners game, for the most part, they held Debo in check aside from that big explosive play. They held Ayuk in check. They held George Kittle to two catches. So when I look at the way they played the most talented receiving weapons on the 49ers, on the Arizona Cardinals, I would imagine they'll play it very similar to the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think any of them are going to absolutely blow up. Uh, but you could see a lot of yards because of the bend no break. But I think that's something that the Rams will be okay with. I think they'll trade in uh, for that. Now, looking at the Rams defense, they do have injuries. Okay. They do have injuries. They are dealing with it. They still have Jacoby Durant back. David Long Jr. is questionable, as is Taylor Rapp. Jordan Fuller was just placed on IR. So they have injuries on their defense. I do think this is the game. If there was a game where Donald needs to break out, it's this game. You're waiting for the Donald game to show up where he gets three sacks and just makes his presence well-known. Obviously, we know he's the best defensive player in football, but he always has those games every year where he just absolutely explodes. It just reminds you, just in case you forgot, that he's clearly the best player in the league and it's not even close. I'm thinking this could be a game with that. You look at the penetration he can get in the backfield. I think he can make a statement. He's always played well against the Dallas Cowboys. I think he's going to get pressure on Cooper Rush, and I think it's going to be a hard day for Cooper Rush, but I think the Dallas Cowboys, as we move into the end of this thing, I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to be in this game. I am not at all uh, holding them out of this game. I don't think necessarily they win with Dak Prescott either. I think Cooper Rush makes the most sense based on the defense they play and the defense they possess. But when you look at it, I think this is going to be a 28-24 ball game. The Rams come away with the W at SoFi Stadium. I think it's going to be a heavy dose of Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers, mainly Henderson. I think the team finally gets it after the 49ers game, seeing the fact that Henderson is just pretty much the better back in general. 
Uh, I think they're going to roll with Daryl Henderson in this one and get Akers involved as well. You run the ball, you have success. It opens up the play-action passing attack, which I think is going to help Matthew Stafford. It's going to help this anemic offense right now really find their stride. They're not going to be unstoppable, which is why I have 28-24, but Allen Robinson, I think, is going to be a force down low in the paint, or rather in the end zone. I think they're going to utilize his skill set more and more. I think the more it's talked about in the media, the more it's brought up by by reporters, and the more these coaches talk about it, I think it's very clear at some point things are going to click when it comes to Allen Robinson. And so I'm going to say that Allen Robinson is going to be a presence in the red zone. I think he'll be a presence in those jump ball situations. I think they'll start to use him in that realm. And I think the defense is going to hold down the fort. Okay. I think the defense is going to stop the run. It's going to force Cooper rush to not rely on the play action passing attack. And I think at the end of the day, that's exactly what the Rams need to ultimately win this football game. You hold them out of the play action passing attack. You hold their run game in check. At the end of the day, you make Cooper rush beat you with his arm, not with his arm. In addition to faking the run with just his arm. And I think that's how you, you make him beat you in that way. Then on the flip side of it, you go out and you run the football. You do the opposite. You do exactly what the Cowboys want to run. They want to run the ball and they want to run play action. That is how you're going to beat this Cowboys team using that against them. Now, turnovers can be a problem. You know, I am definitely a little bit worried about Trayvon Diggs and I'm worried about Kevante Turpin because what Turpin can do in the special teams as a returner, I've seen it. I saw in the USFL, we saw it in preseason. He is a dynamic player and he can make you pay. So you always have to know where he is on the field at all times. You don't want those big players, those big explosive players playmakers to beat you and I think those are two guys that can beat you obviously we know CD Lamb but I think a guy that can beat you on the offensive side the one that I'm most worried about if they can get him going creatively it's in my opinion Tony Pollard who I just think is such a weapon he's such a threat that if the Rams don't tackle and they're very much very similar to the 49ers game he can make you miss tackles so can Elliott those two can really create yards that aren't there So that's a big concern there. I think the Rams will hold them in check, though. And then lastly here, I think the Rams are just going to play the time of possession battle. I think they're going to win it. They won it last week, and they just didn't put touchdowns up on the board. I think they're going to win it this week like they did last week. And I think at the end of the day, they win 28-24 in a very good, uh, looks like nationally televised game on Fox. So that's how I have it, 28-24. Rams win, not going to get into staff projections or anything like that. I don't want to jinx anybody, but be sure to follow me on Twitter at JK Bogan. Be sure to watch this on my YouTube channel. If you're not already, it's just Jake Ellen Bogan. Be sure to check it out on the believe YouTube channel and be sure to subscribe to believe. Also be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I'm Jake Ellen Bogan. I will see you guys next week with a special guest. I am out of here. You guys take care later. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. 
With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.